Hi there, and welcome to Coffee with Phil, where our goal is to help you live a life of purpose on purpose. Walking with God sounds easy, but how many of you know it never follows the scripture prepared? In this podcast, Phil shares stories from his personal journey in the hopes that his experience, the good, the bad, and the ugly, will help you as you walk with God on your own journey. Grab your coffee and enjoy this practical and personal episode with your podcast host, Phil Strong. Well, g'day, 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 and welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Coffee with Phil, uh, where we have a conversation about faith made real around living life of purpose on purpose. And uh, look, I hope you sit down for a coffee with me today, wherever you are. I wonder what kind of coffee you're enjoying. I've made a few coffees in my time. And uh, one of the things I love to do is try and remember how people like their coffee. Coffee is a personal thing. And uh, look, even if you have sugar in your coffee, no judgment from me. Well, that's not always true. Sometimes sometimes there is judgment. But look, I, I believe a really good coffee, a good quality coffee, is sweet enough not to need sugar. So the only time I put sugar in my coffee is when it's really bad. Over-extracted, it's bitter, or it's just bad, bad coffee. Um, and if I ever post a coffee of a photo online and you see a sugar uh, a sugar in the in the in the photo. Then you know it's my subtle way of saying wherever I've tagged, whatever I've checked in at, uh, don't go there for coffee because it's horrible. Hey, uh, let's get into today's topic. The headline for today's podcast is "Learning Life from Angry Birds." <laughs> Learning life from Angry Birds. Well, that's going to be an interesting conversation. I, I just want to say though, this is a continuation from the last episode, Coffee with Phil, episode fifty-two which we titled See the Real You, and dove into a, a subject that's uh, much, much broader than we could have time to talk about in uh, a half-hour episode. But Tifari Tapafa is, uh, is a model of understanding around f- the fullness of health, uh, and uh, it's about the house of well-being. And I talk to you from my perspective around the four pillars of the house that's um, part of the model, Tifari Tapafa. And uh, look, you can get into that. Uh, episode 52, make sure you jump across and there's a transcript there for you. There's some resources for you. Because obviously, the idea of see the real you is for you to know yourself better and therefore journey in a stronger way. Uh, but today, I want us to, to talk about the angry birds. Look, confession, confession from me. Angry birds is something, look, it's, it's something I used to do, it's something that I might do, uh, but angry birds uh, is just a fun story of, uh, it's a game, if you don't know what angry birds are, sorry, it's a game for your tablet or your device. Uh, you have these little birds, uh, which I'm going to talk about shortly, and you try and destroy the green frogs. And uh, today I want to talk about how the angry birds are connected to our self-awareness. Self-awareness. So, so you could get to know yourself better by understanding angry birds better. How's that for a concept? Look, the game requires you to choose the bird of your choice uh, to destroy green pigs that allow you to advance. 
and you slingshot these birds. Look, it's just not a game. You you put your finger on the screen, you pull it back, and you zing, off goes your angry bird uh, with different capabilities. And you and you and as the green pigs are destroyed, sometimes they take more than one go to destroy the green pig. Uh, you know, they appear, it's quite cute, they appear with bruises or bandages because they're not quite destroyed. And sometimes you get them bang on the head, you get a head pop, and they fly off the screen. Let me say this, before you think I'm absolutely wacko, let me say this, which may give you more evidence. I want you to see in the game the green pigs as your lies, false perception of self and untrue labels that someone's putting on you. Let me say that again. I want you to see the green pigs in the game that we're trying to destroy are lies that you believe about yourself, false self-perception and untrue badges that someone labels you with. So we're going to look at the characters and we're going to, in the characters, we're going to see the different aspects of you. You see, in the game, you've got to choose which bird to use in which circumstance. And uh, don't, don't think that I'm an expert in this, but the idea is that if you choose Stella, uh, she has some capacity, but not as much capacity in the situation that you might need from Terence. And if you don't know who Stella and Terence are, do not worry, my listeners, for I'm about to educate you in Angry Birds. And my goal in doing this is that you would see that Angry Birds are connected, in fact, to your self-awareness. That will help you destroy the green pigs of your false self. So let's get into this and have some fun. So there's a bunch of characters in the story of Angry Birds, and today I just want to choose 10. (laughs) That's right, 10 characters, 10 Angry Birds. And I want you to listen to the personality or the strengths of the Angry Bird characters. And then the goal is to understand that you might carry an aspect of these uh, little creatures that would help you destroy the green prick. Green pigs. So, so let's get into this. The, the the angry bird, the OG. His name is Red. He's the OG angry bird. He's the one that you start the game with. He's the one that becomes stronger sooner. So obviously, as you progress through the game, uh, from what I can tell, in my limited experiences, you progress through the game. He gets these extra powers. And I really want to start with Red because he's the OG, but this is your true self. This is why it's so important for you to see the real you, the OG you. And what I want to say right at the start around you understanding the real you, see the real you, know thyself, as I said in episode 52, is when you know yourself as the true self, you can lead yourself. Come on, that's where the gold is right here, right now for you. If you listened to the first seven minutes of this podcast and you, this is, this is the gold right here, right now. If you only get this point, the OG you, understanding you, the true you as God sees you, as God sees you, if you understand that, you can lead yourself through life and destroy the green pigs in your life. So, Red, he's the OG. 
when you know the true you, the OG you, you can lead yourself. The second character I want to speak to you to, you to is, is his name is Bomb. Bomb. And the personality of Bomb is he's not so good at self-restraint, can explode, and can cause mayhem. Well, you might think that this is not a strength, but if you've got a persistent green pig in your life, a stubborn trait, a stronghold that's a false belief, then sometimes you need to bring in the bomb. And uh, in the game, you send bomb across, and uh, at the right time, when bomb explodes, shifts things and destroys things. So sometimes you need to bring in the big guns. And just recently, I've had a conversation with someone in my community who's really struggling with family situation and uh, suddenly messaged me the other day saying, hey, I think the problem is me. Where did this come from? I think I need to shift it. And uh, so that person's asking me to bring a bomb into that situation. And, and when it happens, there will be freedom because the green pig will be destroyed. The third angry bird I want you to think about is Stella. Stella is optimistic. She's optimistic. And, uh, and, and more than this, she's excited about what could happen, but she doesn't know her limits. Now, how often does this get me into trouble? Uh, not understanding or embracing my God-given limits uh, is what causes me to give fuel to the green pig to overcome me. And so what I've got to do is uh, bring Stella into the situation and embrace limitations uh, that are around me because God's put them around me for my own safety. So optimism is great. Uh, but sometimes we need to um, we need to counter that with uh, limitations. Number four, the fourth angry bird I want to talk to you about is Chuck. Chuck is impulsive. Chuck gets himself into deep water, into hot water. He speaks without a filter. Oh, <laughs> how many times does this? hurt us. But let me flip it and say, sometimes you need to take the filters off what you're saying about yourself. Because sometimes we, we mask it with softness, we mask it with lies, we mask it with false pretense. And we don't actually speak the truth to ourselves when we need to. And I'd be saying this, you know, sometimes you just need to be honest with yourself. Um, I was uh, just spent some time away with my board, and uh, we have always have some really frank and honest, robust conversations. And uh, one of the sessions we made uh, about me, because you know, as the leader of the organisation, I'm accountable to the board, and I need feedback from the board. And so, well, I was like, "Come on, let's speak without filters. Let's be honest. Let's be robust. We're speaking in love." Sometimes the best way to shift the green pig out of your way is to be honest, and that's what Chuck helps us with. The fifth angry bird I want to introduce you to is Matilda. Matilda loves to make peace. Are there any of you out there that think that, well, I'm a peacemaker, my job is to make peace? Well, sometimes when you try to make peace, you can also be overbearing. 
You can say the wrong thing at the wrong time. You can insert yourself into the situation when you're not needed. And Matilda, in trying to make peace, sometimes disrupts the process that requires tension in order for it to be resolved. So I'm all about peace, but only peace in the right circumstances. And, you know, I, I understand, you know, the way that I see Jesus in uh, the parables that he tells, the stories that always have a twist to them, he was purposely disrupting false peace in order to get to truth. And so if you see Matilda in operation, you know, sometimes you need to shut Matilda down. But you need to understand that Matilda sometimes is about bringing peace. So, so am I confusing you? I'm not sure. But what you want to do is make sure that you are seeking peace, but only after you've allowed the disruption that brings the revelation of truth. So sometimes the revelation of truth is masked when we put too much peace in the situation. So Matilda, be careful about Matilda. Terence. Terence is an angry bird who pretends to be tough, but is really a softy. In the game, he's like this big lump. He's like a, a big cuddly bear, um, but looks a little bit angry, but actually he's a real softy. And uh, what's the point in saying this? Look, sometimes it's better to be soft than tough in order to destroy the green pigs. What's this about? This is about being vulnerable. You know, sometimes we do need to be strong. Sometimes we do need to be firm. Sometimes we need to shout at the green pigs. But there are other times when uh, to, to, to destroy the false uh, self that we've created around ourselves, sometimes we need to be really soft. Sometimes we need to be really vulnerable. Sometimes we need to be open uh, to others in, in order to allow them to love us into uh, healing. I was in a situation recently uh, praying with a couple and um, we had a great time of ministry sitting around the dining room table and um, at the end of it I just said let's just sit here and let's just be vulnerable before God our Father and let's allow God to love us. You know, often as believers, we're jumping up and down, we're shouting, and we're giving thanks and praise to God. We're worshiping Him because He deserves it. And that is a good thing. But sometimes we do that at the cost of sitting still and allowing God to love us. And I think that's what Terence brings, is the, the ability to be vulnerable before the Father, to allow Him to love on us because His love truly does conquer all things. And so maybe, maybe you should take some time because uh, I reckon you've got some green pigs you need to get rid of. The lies, the false perception, and the, and the untrue labels that people put on you. Maybe you need to be like Terence. Uh, just recognize that even though you pretend to be tough, being a softy before God is the best thing that you could do. The seventh angry bird I want to introduce you to is Silver. Mm, funny looking little thing. Silver has a high temper and can ruin a good plan with haste, but turns on a dime uh, very quickly, so it shifts directions very quickly. And uh, what, I, what I like about this little character for us as it helps us 
is that we need to be able to, this is a word that was used through COVID, so don't get a twitch when I say this, but we do need to pivot. We need to shift on a dime. We need to turn pretty quickly to change our tact. And Silver, even though he has uh, volatility around temper, it's the volatility that gives him the momentum when he's shifting direction. So sometimes when I'm in a conversation and I get a little emotional, a little passionate, uh, my volume increases and I'm getting, he says, don't shout at me. And I'm like, I'm not shouting, I'm just passionate. You know, sometimes that needs to be redirected because when you've got that passion and the momentum uh, going for you and you turn it in, a, in the proper direction, you actually make the breakthrough that you need. And I, I find sometimes we're all passionate uh, just about the wrong thing or in the wrong direction. And so, this is where the Holy Spirit is so good because he can turn us on a dime and put passion redirected into something really powerful. You know, the best example of that is the Apostle Paul. He was super passionate, but he was passionate about killing Christians. And what Jesus did when he knocked him off his donkey and led him by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness is he redirected that passion and momentum. And the Apostle Paul became the greatest apostle across the evangelical spread of the gospel, the apostolic spread of the gospel. Uh, so sometimes momentum redirected is the best thing we could do. So think about where am I passionate? Why am I passionate? And does the Holy Spirit want to redirect that passion uh, into a new space? Number eight. Number eight is the angry bird called Hal. Hal. Now, Hal's weakness is that he avoids confrontation. And I don't like that, to be honest with you, because I, I, I embrace confrontation. I, I see it, I sense it, and uh, whether it's good or not, I go after it. But you know what? Um, sometimes that gets me in trouble. <clears throat> so sometimes what I need to embrace is the attitude of hell to avoid confrontation because it's not always the right thing. Certainly, it's not the right timing. And so what I'm trying to say to us here is, look, we've got to learn who we are to know our tendencies, but we've also got to transform ourselves to embrace other attributes that will help us in a situation. So hell, hell likes to avoid confrontation. So if I'm saying to myself, do I need to be like hell right now? Do I need to be the angry bird? that avoids confrontation, that sits silent in a meeting, or that listens more than talks, you know. And one of the things that I've shared with you this year that I've really valued in some of the conversations I've had with people uh, is just finding friends that like to listen without trying to fix you. And that's what Hal does. Hal avoids that confrontation, and he listens without trying to be the fixer. There's a character in Angry Birds called Bubbles, and Bubbles looks harmless, cute, uh, small, and uh, it literally just looks like Bubbles, but harmless until he's not harmless. And, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes that's what we need to do. We need to go through a Jekyll and Hyde transformation. And you, you may be feeling a little confused about this conversation, but just understand what we're trying to do is find the different attributes of, of um, who we can be in order to shift into 
a true ass. So Bubbles, Bubbles is nice until he's not. He's harmless until he's not. Sometimes you just need to be not harmless. Sometimes you need to say, hey, look, you need to stop talking like that because you're, you're, you're being offensive or your, your words are hurting me. I remember being in a conversation once and it just, it was going down the wrong track real fast and, and I just said, hey, this is not going well. I just think we need to stop this. And um, it was quite abrupt, uh, but it got the message across because I think on reflection, everyone around the table realized actually that was just a roller coaster steam train going towards a massive crash. So Bubbles looks soft, looks harmless until he's not. Sometimes you just need to stop things. Finally, number 10, there's an angry bird. This is going to sound really crazy. You're just probably tripping out now. You think I'm just absolutely bonkers. But Melody cares about those close to her, and she sings over them. And yet we call her an angry bird. That's weird, eh? Melody, Melody cares about those close to her and sings over them. Now, you might not call yourself a singer, but what does, a, what does a song do? A song changes the atmosphere around someone. You know, if you wanted to, we've, we've been on a bit of a praise journey in our uh, gatherings at, at Zion lately, and we've been upping the tempo because we're really trying to shift people's um, feelings, the atmosphere into something of victory and praise. Likewise, if you want to create a more intimate moment with God, you're going to dial the music down, you're going to have more soft tones, and you're going to have that worship um, anthem that draws us into a submission before God. What I'm saying to you is you have the ability to shift the atmosphere around you in order that you would access what God has for you. So what is the point of melody for you? If you're recognizing something negative, shift the atmosphere by releasing what you think God wants to send you from heaven. So if I'm feeling scared, I need to release his love and his security and his protection over me. If I'm feeling, um, if I'm feeling impure, you know, if I'm getting attacked by impure thoughts, they don't originate inside me they're attacks they're arrows then what i'm what i'm shifting and releasing is the righteousness of christ that is mine because of the work of jesus and my confession in that work and my faith in him so as a person melody you can bring melody into a situation you can do it for yourself, but you can also do it for others. You can just really, through conversation, just say, come on, let's focus on what God wants to bring into the situation. He wants to bring his peace, wants to bring his love. You can be confident in him. He's always present. And in doing that, it's, you're not necessarily singing a song over them like Melody does, but you're certainly shifting the atmosphere of your circumstances in order to access what God wants to say about the situation. And in doing so, when you access what God says, that's his truth, and that, my friends, is destroying green pigs. Well, I only shared 10 of the Angry Birds with you, and I think that was a long list, and and maybe you want to go through the summary and just say, what can I get out of this 
Uh, so the transcript's there for you to look at because you might not remember all the birds. We had Red and Bomb and Stella and Chuck, Matilda, Terence, Silver, Hal, Bubbles and Melody. That's a big list. But what I want you to do is to recognise that you need to transform to meet the needs of the situation you're in or to meet the needs of the people around you. So let me reflect on this. The game is about a situation and you've got to destroy the green pigs in that situation. Part of the game is choosing which angry bird am I going to bring into the sling in order to destroy the green pigs. Each bird brings a different attribute and strength which will destroy the green pig. You need to think about what you need to bring into the situation in order that you would destroy the lies of the devil that is seeking to keep you from the true you. And in doing so, you begin to learn how to live life from the reality of angry birds. So you might say, look, I just need to be Terence right now. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to be open before God and allow him to love on me. You might want to be bomb, and you might just want to bring an explosion into a situation that's going to destroy those green pigs. So I'm putting the responsibility on you. You know, often we sit in a situation and we get a little bit down about it and we just say, I can't find my joy right now. It's not going my way. It's not going the way I expected. I'm not happy about it. And, and we need to go, you know what? The responsibility is on me to shift that. You know, we've got the responsibility to do something about it. And so I'm giving you permission to transform, to shift the situation that's in front of you. And I hope that works for you. So I'm going to sign off now because you've got quite a lot to process. Uh, we're learning live from Angry Birds today in Coffee with Phil, episode 53. This is a really weird one. And if you know someone that's really weird, they might relate to this. Why don't you share the podcast with them? Because uh, we love to get the word out there. And uh, thanks to the followers. Thanks to those of you that are listening, subscribing, and tracking with the journey. So I love having these conversations with you. I look forward to getting uh, back with you real soon. We drop an episode every week, so I'll be back in your earpods real soon. Until then, God bless you. Have a fantastic week.